Hey everyone, Frankie D here. Welcome to the Frankie D Show. That was two weeks in a row. I forgot to press the record button for just the audio only. Oh my god. I think this time, though, I, I, I remembered a little sooner. So, uh, for everyone listening on the audio, again, I start the show off. Always plug in the show. The Frankie D Show on YouTube. Subscribe to it. Give it a thumbs up. Hit the bell. Do whatever you got to do with that. Uh, and, again, just the Twitter and Instagram. At the Frankie D Show. Okay, we're all caught up. But see, I, 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 I need to remember to press that record button earlier my bad at least i you know i didn't wait like you know five minutes or anything this time all right and i'll just plug that number one more time since i forgot to put it in the description my dumbass. um that number is 732-844-0059 again 732-844-0059 Hopefully my dumbass won't forget that next week. You think I'd do a little more preparing for this so I wouldn't forget something as, you know, simple as that. Alrighty, time to get into the show. Last week, yeah, you know, I'm not I'm not talking about this more than like a couple minutes now. This is kind of old news. But I kind of like I don't know, I kind of feel ended the show abruptly last time, so I feel like I got to just kind of touch back on it for one quick second. The Logan Paul versus Floyd Mayweather fight, I'm not going to talk about this more than a minute or two. I just want to say my final thoughts. I feel like last time I got the call in, kind of ended the show like right after that. My final thoughts is, happy I didn't pay for that boxing match between Logan Paul and Floyd Mayweather. Didn't seem worth the money. I do hope these exhibition matches keep happening though, but kind of like how the Jake Paul versus Ben Askren one happened, I want more entertainment in it. I think that's what makes those fights kind of fun. Okay. That's it. We're done. No more talking about the Jake Paul versus Ben Askren thing. Or <laughs> Logan Paul versus Floyd Mayweather thing. I, I I don't know. I guess, I feel like everyone kind of mixes uh, Jake and Logan up. Like People just are like, oh, Jake Paul, Logan Paul. Okay, we're done with that now. Another thing I actually kind of wanted to talk about last week, and I never got to it, so I'm going to touch on it for you know another minute or two here is uh the cmt music awards and after you know i'm done talking about you know stuff that i was going to talk about last week i'll get into the bigger stuff that happened this week there's a lot that happened in the podcast community stuff like you know call her daddy and all that good stuff uh but i don't know i feel like you know talk about some stuff that happened last week because i would i Watched, I don't know, probably that 20 minutes of the CMT Music Awards. I used to be a big country music fan. Like, you know, I really liked it. When I liked it, you know, the big people in the industry was like Shania Twain. She was sexy as fuck. I, you know, she's not looking as good these days, but man, she was so freaking hot. And she was such a good singer. I like Toby Keith. I like Montgomery Gentry. I guess I like, you know, I like Garth Brooks back then. I don't like his new stuff. I, you know, I, I was really a fan of country music, and it fucking blows now. It is so atrocious. I can't, like, I literally, one of my family members was watching the CMT Music Awards, so, you know, I figured, all right, 
I'll take a quick, uh, you know, look at it. We'll see what's going on. We'll see what the new singers are like. And they were all terrible. I, when I was younger, a lot of people, you know, they used to be talking about the new music that was coming out and they, you know, all pop music. And I might have not heard of a lot of it. If I did, you know, I wasn't really a fan of it, but whatever. I would then, you know, say, oh, I listen to like country music and people would like make fun of me. They'd be like, you listen to that shit. It's terrible. And now all these years later, I'm the one trashing on country music because it is ridiculously bad. You know, modern day country music. And there's a bunch of people that love that shit now. I don't understand. You know, it's because, well, I guess I do understand. They made it more like pop music and it's terrible. A big thing that made country music good was the stories. People like the stories in country music. Sorry if I keep taking a pause. There, there's something going on fucking upstairs. Uh, you know, I, I, so if I keep taking like a pause, I keep hearing like this noise and I'm like, what the f- is going on above me? All right, anyway. Um, so a bunch of people love modern day country music and it sucks. Like when people actually say like they love Luke Bryan, I'm like, what do you actually like about that guy? His music is terrible. One margarita, two margarita. It's like, it's not good. You know, and it's not like... I don't know. Sorry if you hear another fucking noise. Holy crap. There's shit going on all around me. Um, so, you know, we have crappy people like Luke Bryan. Yeah, I, I think the, really the big thing that got him popular was he was shaking his ass for the Country Girl Shake It For Me song. I'm trying to think what year I liked it up to. I liked it, you know, from the 90s. stuff. Some stuff that happened before the 90s. Um... All the way until, let me think, we'll say 2013 at best. It really started to change around that point. Now we have, like, country singers that aren't country singers. Like, Maren, Maren Morris, yeah, that's her name. It, she sucks. And a lot of the songs that people, like, like by her, I guess, were pop songs, right? They're really not country songs, but then she had, like, she sings country too, or she says she sings country. Yeah, I, I, I'm trying to think where this all started to take place. I, I guess if we go back really far, it started to take place with stupid Billy Ray Cyrus. I would say, you know, he he was kind of the first one. I, th- I think some people kind of blame it on Garth Brooks. They're like, oh, he was the one that really started making country music, like kind of like pop music, or maybe some people even say that with Shania, but I, I don't know. I'd say Billy Ray Cyrus with Achy Breaky Heart. His, like, one-hit wonder was kind of where it started. And then, I don't know. There was still a lot of good country music, though, for a while. Like, that that's really taken him back a ways. But now we've got... Then, then I guess, the, another big one, like, many years later, was Taylor Swift. She had, like, in the beginning, like, her first, like, two songs, maybe you could say, were country music. And then after that, she just started going to pop. And... I don't know. It's just like, what the fuck is happening? These country singers are shit these days. If anyone has an opinion on this, plug in the number again. If anyone has an opinion on this, what they think of modern day country music, call in. Again, the number is uh, 732-844-0059. Again, 732-844-0059. 
hopefully next week, if I remember to put that in the description, I won't have to plug it so incredibly much. Um, and hopefully my receptions get to get in these calls. Last week, someone threw some, didn't. But we, hopefully we're good. Um, yeah, so Taylor Swift, she she started ruining country music, too. And I mean, at least now, I guess she kind of, like, accepted that, and she just, I think, considers herself a, a pop musician. I, I can't stand the majority of modern-day country singers. They None of them sound like country. None of them have good stories. Like, I, like stories were, like, the best part of country music. Whether you believed they were, like, really working on the farm or whatever. The stories were good in country music. Now, the stories... Like, do these singers even write their own songs anymore? And if they do, that is sad. I don't know. I'm hoping there's a change in the future with country music. I don't think there will be. I think it's just going to keep going down this ugh, bad path. You know what's funny? My one friend told me. He's a big hip-hop uh, music fan. I've got no problem with hip-hop. I mean, I was never, like, a huge fan of it, but there's definitely songs I like by by hip-hop singers. I'm just, you know, was into other kinds of music. I was mostly into classic rock and uh, country music. But my one friend told me the way that I describe country music is the same way that people are actually looking at hip-hop music, which is funny because they're at two different ends of the spectrum. He was telling me that old hip-hop was really good, and now it, like, sucks. He was telling me kind of the same thing with the stories. They used to talk about, like, real stories and stuff that people, I guess, people could relate to and stuff. Uh, and, you know, a lot of people like that. Now, he, I think he said it's like a bunch of auto-tune stuff like that. And it's people that, like, have lived pretty good lives that pretend like they're from the ghetto that grew up poor, stuff like that. When they lived in, like, you know, middle-income houses that were not in dangerous areas, but they're trying to make it sound, you know, like they grew grew up in this really rough life. You know, that's the way, like, I look at country music. There's a bunch of uh, country musicians that are probably from, like, very urban Connecticut or something that are, like, singing, like, you know, making songs like they grew up on the farm or something. It's like, no, you didn't. It's upsetting to... I, I'm upset to see where a lot of fucking music has gone. Really, classic rock is another one of my favorite genres. And I, you know, I, I like rock in general. However, mo, like, rock isn't even a genre anymore. It became all subgenred. You have classic rock. You have alternative rock. You have hard rock. You have... You know, there's a ton. Like, there's just no such thing as rock anymore. Just regular mainstream rock. You know, and and as far as the subgenres go, there's, you know, songs I could probably find a majority of the subgenres that I like. But there, it's not just, like, one genre where I like a big majority of the songs. It's upsetting. What you gonna do? All right, well, that was really the only thing I wanted to, like, kind of... Blah, about, about, um, about the CMT uh, Music Awards. It's really just my distaste for country music these days. It, the, it is so bad. I, I know I just kind of keep reiterating that, but it, I don't understand why people like it that much. Like, if, if it's just because it sounds like pop music, why not just listen to pop music? Yet, I feel a lot of people now that 
they they go back and listen to the old songs, they kind of they're like, oh yeah, I liked it. You know, they're like fucking posers. They used to hate and shit on the music, and now they're like, oh wow, the old songs are good. You know, but it was like the new the newer country that had to get them into it, and then they could like respect the old country music. What you gonna do? All right, we're gonna move on. You know, as we move on, I saw this before. I, again, I'm don't really have too much on this, nor because I just don't care that much. But uh, I don't know if anyone has. I'm sure everyone's seen the the fucking media has blown this up, even though it's pretty irrelevant to everyone's lives. But hey, people like uh, gossip and people like getting into shit, and I guess that's why I'm talking about it, right? I see J-Lo is back with Ben Affleck. I mean, I guess that's kind of been like a rumor for a while now. It's been pretty, like, evident. They've been spending a lot of time together. But now they're, like, actually watching them. People are watching them, like, make out and shit. Uh, What I want to know is why the fuck she got back with Ben Affleck. Jennifer Lopez is so ridiculously sexy. She is one of the hottest MILFs in the world. She has always been sexy. But, like, now, like, she's a MILF, which kind of brings her to, like, another category. I guess... I have a guess why she'd be uh, with him. Well, I guess there's a couple guesses. One, she went back with him right after fucking A-Rod. Which makes me have to think... There might have been some hanky-panky going on behind the scenes. She might have, uh, you know, her and Ben Affleck might have been talking behind the scenes... And they kind of knew, like, they were getting back together once uh, she could get rid of A-Rod. What? Now, again, I don't know. I don't know if these fucking people. The other thing I could think of is, she's been, she's had, uh, she's been, she was engaged to Affleck. She's been, she was engaged to A-Rod. She was married at least once. I remember that Mark Anthony guy. These relationships ain't working out for her. I'm thinking... All right, maybe. Just may and Affleck, you know, he he was uh, he was uh, married to Jennifer Garner. He's had some girlfriends; they ain't working out for him either. Maybe they think, you know, these relationships ain't working out for either of us. We don't want to die alone. Should we just get back together? Date for so many months a year, or something, and you know, we'll just be together. I mean. In ter- I, I, that would kind of make sense. I don't know why she'd want to get back with Affleck. I feel she, um... Well, one is just way out of his league. Even though I'm kind of finding it funny how, uh... She, how he, like, grew out a beard and is smoking and kind of has this, like, I don't give a fuck attitude now. Which I couldn't really see someone like J-Lo going to her. I feel like, you know, she kind of really likes those, like, you know fancier guys, or, you know, someone that would suit up a lot, but who knows? Maybe she's tired of that. I don't fucking know her. Or who knows? Maybe Ben Affleck's just paying Jennifer Lopez. He's just like, please date me. You don't gotta stay with me. We use it as a publicity stunt. We need people to think I'm a heartthrob or something. I don't know. I remember that TikTok chick that, uh, Called him out, and she, he, he, they matched on like Raya or something that celebrity dating app. And when uh, she s- said no to him or something, I guess he like privately messaged her and was like, "Hey, why'd you deny me?" And then that TikTok chick like posted that publicly or something. 
And then after, when people, uh, I get, you know, started talking about, it, I guess making fun of them, she was like, "Oh no, like I'm not saying it was like a bad thing or something." I was like, "Well, why'd you, why'd you call them that then?" <laughs> Stupid fucking TikTok chicks. I don't know. I saw A Rod was also seen coming out of a Katie Holmes uh, home. She's married to Tom Cruise. Gotta wonder what the hell made her into that guy. Guy's a fucking weirdo. She's not bad looking either. I f- by going from uh, Jennifer Lopez to Katie Holmes, I guess that's kind of a downgrade. I date either of them. I'd prefer Jennifer Lopez. I got a thing for fucking Latinas though. They're so hot. You get a good looking Latina, and phew, there is nothing better than that. Affleck though, I guess you got to give that guy fucking props. Through all these years, he's she and she looks just as good Jennifer Lopez as she did years ago. I got to give her a round of an applause for that. Alrighty. All right, people. I'm going to uh, take a quick trivia break. Collect my thoughts a little bit. Hope you guys enjoy some trivia. Okie dokes. Let's hope this works. Last time it like cut off on me. Hope it doesn't do that again. There's a good chance it will, though. All right, right, here we go. So I've got five different questions for five different categories. I'll start this off by reading off each category. Then I'll read each trivia question twice. After I go through all the trivia questions twice, I will then go through the answers. If you get any of the questions correct, here's a special congratulations from me. Frankie D. And if you get any of the trivia questions incorrect, then who really gives a crap? We're not playing for prizes. So the categories are games, marketing, animals, science, and TV. All right, so the first question, the category is games. What board game comes with an hourglass timer? 16 letter cubes? and requires players to shake the letters and then create as many words as possible with connecting letters. Again, what board game comes with an hourglass timer, 16-letter cubes, and requires players to shake the letters and then create as many words as possible with connecting letters? Alright, next question. The category is marketing. What fast food chain marketed a meat-scented cologne called Flame in 2008. Again, the question is, what fast food chain marketed a meat-scented cologne called Flame in 2008? Alright. The next question, the category is animals. What South American animals is the world's largest rodent? Again, What South American animal is the world's largest rodent? Next question, the category is science. What element on the periodic table is represented by the symbol HG? Again, what element on the periodic table is represented by the symbol HG? 
All right, and the last question, the category is TV. What cartoon duo does Bart Simpson love to watch? Again, what cartoon duo does Bart Simpson love to watch? All right, let's go over these answers now. The first question was, what board game comes with an hourglass timer, 16-letter cubes, and requires players to shake the letters and then create as many words as possible with connecting letters? The answer to that would be Boggle. Alright, next question was, what fast food chain marketed a meat-scented cologne called Flame in 2008? The answer is Burger King. All right, next question was, what South American animal is the world's largest rodent? The answer is capybara. All right, the next question was, what element on the periodic table is represented by the symbol HG? That would be mercury. And the last question is, what cartoon duo does Bart Simpson love to watch? That answer is itchy and scratchy. All right, sorry if that was just me really boring reading the trivia questions to you, but those were the questions and those were the answers. All right, let's get back to the show. All right, people, I'm back. That It did cut off again, but uh, I guess it was better than last time. I, I, sorry if you're hearing like, some noise in the background. There's some stupid shit. Of course, I had to turn on while uh, I was doing my show here. So hopefully it's not too distracting. I guess I'll have to take a look at that in... Uh, Post-editing, or whatever, post-looking, whatever I got to do to this. Uh, let see how noticeable that is. Need a f- new spot to do this, make it uh, more more professional, more more of a, get a good background on me and stuff like that. I have guests on, instead of the uh, crappy place where I am right now. Alrighty, we're moving on with the show. Again, since I don't have the number in the description, I'm plugging the number more this week. Uh, if someone wants to call in, that number is 732-844-0059. Again, 732-844-0059. And hopefully I have that number in the description next week. Hopefully I, my dumbass remembers. Alright, we're going to move on then. Next thing I want to talk about... Before we get to the big thing I want to talk about, the big thing I do want to talk about is the Collar Daddy thing. Um, I guess I'm just going in date order. Talked about some things last week, talked about some things earlier from this week. guess we're just going in order. So the next thing I do want to talk about is a chick named Brooke McGee. Pretty hot chick. Kind of like a redneckish type chick. I don't know, she's a hunter. She's 26 years old. I think she's from Texas. Let me see. Uh, she, I don't even see where she's from right now, but she shot her first animal at the age of six and has, uh, killed dozens, including a 300 pound bear. And she's been getting death threats because she hunts. Oh man, that's too bad. People are really fucking stupid these days. I, I wonder being a hunt, you know, a, a girl hunter, if they have, like, any, like, 
kinky American Pie type stories. Like, I remember in American Pie, you have the one chick that was like, yeah, one time at band camp, I stuck a flute up my my pussy. I wonder if she's, like, got any of those. Like, if she ever uh, fucked in the back of a pickup truck, anything like that. Maybe she stuck a, uh, while she was cleaning her gun, stuck, like, a gun barrel up her pussy or something. Who knows? You gotta want, like, I feel like rednecks, like, redneck type chicks have... Have to be like really kinky people. I don't know why I think that. I just feel like they are. Uh, who knows how uh, redneck she is? I mean, she's just like something. Maybe that's like the only thing about her that's redneck. Maybe she's like a super girly girl, and then like that one thing about her, she's just like getting out there and shooting some bears. <clears throat> well. There's a bunch of people sending her death threats. So I thought this was worth talking about because I find the hypocrisy, like, really funny in it. I find it uh, crazy. All right, these people, they don't like that she kills, right? Killing has to be the thing. She's killing a a living animal, right? But then they're coming back at her by sending her death threats, telling her they'll kill her. And they don't see the hypocrisy in that. I don't really I really get that. Like, if you're not into killing, then I don't think you'd be into killing people, right? See, that's just kind of saying that I, we, we're okay with killing, but only if you're, you know, killing other living things. Which is funny. Because when, then, we, then you get back to the point of the death penalty, right? And those same people that are sending... I shouldn't say the same people, but I'm sure a lot of those same people, because there's a lot of uh, hunters that get death threats for killing animal animals, those same people that send those death threats are also against the death penalty. But clearly, they're really not against the death penalty, right? They're only against the death penalty if you're killing animals legally. It's kind of funny how that works out, right? I want to read some of this... Uh, Story that she's she's this chick saying she ain't stopping hunting. Uh, let's see, sales manager Brooke. Oh, she's a sales manager at twenty six. Very nice. She's from Texas. She fell in love with hunting when she was just three years old and shot her first animal at the age of six. Her father Craig, fifty four, had been hunting since he was a child and wanted to pass the tradition down to Brooke and her siblings. Apparently, uh, she she took the tradition. She she's been hunting. At six years old, she hunted her first animal, a white-tailed doe. So that's just a deer, for people that don't know that. Uh, that's a female deer, actually. She recalls the experience being exciting, and after the animal was hit by the lethal shot, Brooke helped the uh, to process the deer for meat so that she could learn how to provide for herself and her family. All right, so not only does she um. Hunt. She eats the animals, which is good. You don't want to just leave an animal sitting there. I see her doing nothing wrong. All right. Let's see what else she got. For Brooke, a typical day during deer hunting season, which takes place in October, involves waking up at 5 a.m., dressing up in camouflage from head to toe and heading out to the fields. She will usually trek there before daylight and place stands on trees so that she can stalk her hunt and make the perfect shot. Man, I'm looking at this picture and her and all the camo and stuff. She's looking pretty hot. 
I don't think these uh, female hunters get enough credit for how good looking they're. There's some good looking fisher women too. There's this one, even though she, I wouldn't say she's like really like the redneck type. She's like, uh, I don't know. She wears a bikini every time she fishes. Fishing with Louisa. She's on YouTube. She is sexy as hell. And she goes out. She's a saltwater fisher woman. And oh, she, she could catch nothing. And it would be enjoy. It would, uh, I would enjoy watching her fish. Everyone listening, they should check out fishing with Louisa. Hannah Barron is a uh, very pretty too. She is a big cat. She's a big noodler cat uh, fisherman. So she goes in and puts her arm inside holes in rivers, and then catfish will bite her arm, and she catches them like that. I mean, she does other kinds of fishing and hunting too, but I think that's her like claim to fame. I brought back to Brooke McGee. I, there's a picture of her here with a dead bear. She shot a picture of her here. With a dead boar she shot. For those of you that don't know, a boar is like a wild pig. Picture of her here with a big buck. Let's see what else the story has to say about her. Although there is a lot of trial and error involved within hunting, there is an intense adrenaline rush when she successfully makes a kill. Despite this, she also feels sad after taking a life, and she has learned to respect these animals, but believes... That as living and dying is a natural occurrence, there has to be a balance between the two. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, I can't see, like, in ki- uh, killing an animal being, like, super woo. I could see being like, oh, man, I'd kill this thing, but nothing were, you know, especially something that's legal, nothing that you uh, deserve death threats over. After the hunt... Brooke proceeds to tag the deer so that the game wardens know it was a legally harvested animal. See, she's really doing nothing wrong. These people are attacking the wrong people. If you have a problem with uh, hunting, you don't go after the hunters, right? They're, They're doing nothing illegal. I guess you go after laws, but I don't know. You're just an asshole if you do that. I Just leave it the fuck alone. She will then bring the animal back to her barn uh, where she will clean the animal, fully processing the meat and turning the kill into steaks, jerky, and sausage. I would love some fucking jerky from her. Brooke, if you're listening to this right now, please send me over some jerky. I fucking love jerky. I really do. I'm a big fisherman myself. I grew up hunting myself too, but I haven't had fresh jerky in a while. Since starting her hunt jer- hunting journey, she has hunted rabbits, white-tailed deer, and her largest cow to date was a 300 black bear when she was just 16 years old. Good for her. She hopes to travel the world, hunt big-game animals such as brown bears, red stags, and even elephants. Hey, that's cool. As long as it's legal, I don't care. I mean, for me, I would never hunt an elephant. I just don't want to. But hey, if it's legal, and I mean, these people pay a butt ton of money to hunt these things. Go for it. Hey, we're coming to the to the end of this uh, story. Despite receiving mostly positive feedback about her hunting journey, where she has received comments such as, You are seriously my hero. This is awesome and impressive. You're definitely the real thing. She has received many hurtful comments such as, I hope you die after taking away an innocent life, as well as multiple death threats and expletive names. 
I think I pronounced that word wrong. Um, yeah, like I said, there's a lot of hypocrisy in that. They're uh, they're wrong with you know, they think she's wrong by taking a life, so now they want to take her life. All right, and then the last thing she says here: I fell in love with hunting when I was just three years old, and as my dad used to take me out to the field and teach me all about gun safety. My dad began going with his granddad when he was a young boy and wanted to pass the tradition down to me and my sister, so decided to take me out as soon as I showed an interest. She should make an OnlyFans and do some, like, naked hunting trips. I'd enjoy that. She she could, like, kill an animal. We'll hear some, like, bangs. And then she could strip next to the dead animal and take pictures with it and put it on OnlyFans. I'd pay for it. Alright, so that was basically all I really wanted to talk about this chick. I find it I just found the hypocrisy really freaking nuts. How she gets death threats for, you know, ke- legally killing animals. And she even eats them. I find nothing wrong with that. There is nothing wrong with that. Duh. Okie dokes. Moving on. Sorry, I want to play a stupid hacky sound effect. And I, my volume was down. Alright, actually, before I uh, move on, people are probably like, no, Frank, don't do this. Fuck you. We're going... It's not going to be a trivia break, though. I'm just going to take a uh, quick breather. We'll get to my last thing, and then we will end said show. Sound good? All right, you're probably listening to this right now, because I, Frankie D, am taking a quick break. I don't see why else you would be listening to this. I don't think I'd be playing this if I weren't taking a break. So, in the meantime, while you're listening to this, go text a friend right now or a family member or something. Tell them to subscribe to the Frankie D Show on YouTube or anywhere you listen to your podcasts. And if you're listening on Apple, give me five stars and give me a review. All the stuff all the other podcasters tell you. And if they're one of those annoying friends or family members that don't text you back, keep texting them. Just keep badgering them till they answer you. Till you know that they subscribe to the Frankie D Show. This could actually be a good opportunity for some of you people. We all have like that estranged family member or estranged friend. You know, we're not close to them anymore. But we kind of want to be, you know, friends or with them again or close with them. So this is a perfect time for you to reach out to that estranged family member and be like, hey, I know it's been a long time, but you got to listen to the Frankie D show. Go subscribe to it right now. Go to YouTube, go to Apple Podcasts, go wherever you got to go to listen to this podcast. Then after you could have a conversation with them about the Frankie D show and be like, wow, that was the Frankie D show. See, doesn't that sound fun? Not only do you get good entertainment, I'm bringing friends and family back together, alright? So, again, go tell your friends, your family members, whoever you gotta tell, your long-lost cousin, I don't really care. Go to the beach. Go find some random hot chicks. Tell them to listen to the show. Heck, tell them to call in the show. I love hot chicks. I would love to have some hot chicks call in the show, be guests on the show. I don't really care. All right, I think that should have been a long enough break to where I could get back to the show now. My bladder should be emptied, hopefully, if I was even taking a pee. Who knows? I might have been getting a drink of water. 
All right, hopefully you all weren't assholes and you told someone to listen to the show and subscribe. All right, here's uh, me doing a trumpet noise to get us back into the show. All right, people, I'm back. I didn't take a pee, even though I actually do have to take a pee. That might have been a good chance to go take a pee, even though it was only a two-minute break. I'm, I, you know, I wouldn't want to be coming back to silence or anything. But I'm here. Hopefully uh, you guys weren't assholes and did go to the beach and find some hot chicks to uh, call into the show. Speaking of calling into the show, I'll plug the number again. If you guys want to call in. Hopefully I wasn't getting any call-ins and my reception just sucks and um, the calls weren't going through. Even though I think it would have... No, I don't think I got any calls. I think it still would have showed you guys going through. All right, so that number is 732... 844-0059. Again, 732-844-0059. I, I keep trying to say the number slow enough, so if you got to, like, you know, write it down, memorize it, something like that, uh, that, you know, it's easy for you guys to uh, remember, write down. Like I said, hopefully I just have that in the description next week. That was my bad. I've been saying that like every week now. All right, we'll get into this. Uh, it's really the last part of the show for this week. All right, I got to talk about Call Her Daddy Go, an exclusive to Spotify. Got to give her uh, Alex Cooper credit for that. I mean, you know, if you're going to Spotify for... So the deal is uh, $60 million dollars. For three years or over $60 million for three years. Something like along those lines. Uh, so it's over uh, $20 million a year, I think. That's very impressive. She is ridiculously hot. I mean, she had a co-host, Sophia Franklin. Yeah, it's funny how like they won't say each other's names now. Like, my old co-host, it's like, shut the fuck up and just say her name. We all know who you're talking about. You're not doing anyone any favors. Are you doing yourself a favor by not saying her name? Does it really make you feel that uncomfortable to say her name? I, ugh. So, her old co-host was, is extremely hot, too. And she has her own podcast now, Sophia with an F. Plugging everyone's show today. Um... And uh, Call Her Daddy was on Barstool Sports. It was like their most popular podcast. For those of you that don't know, I feel like everyone has probably heard about this deal by now. And uh, Spotify, just like they did with Joe Rogan, offered her a bunch of money, and she took it. You know, I feel like Spotify is just trying to be like YouTube now. Like They just want everyone to be there. Like, kind of like, when people want to check something out, even if it is a podcast, I feel like a lot of times they go to YouTube and they just type it in. Like, everyone is on YouTube and I think Spotify just wants to be that. They just, you know, they want everyone there so it's kind of just like common, like, if you don't have Spotify, you're the you're the weirdo. Honestly, I don't have Spotify. I didn't get it for Joe Rogan when he went there. I won't get it for Call Her Daddy. Especially Call Her Daddy. I mean, I guess if uh, they were like a, a video uh, podcast, maybe I would for Call Her Daddy just so I could see uh, Alex Cooper because she's hot as hell. But uh, I ain't getting it just just to listen to her. I, I'm not a huge fan of uh, either of the shows, Joe Rogan's or Call Her Daddy. 
But Gary, I mean, hey, got to give him some respect. Making that much money in the pot, especially call her daddy. She posts only one episode a week. I don't know how much Joe Rogan's posting. Uh, I, I think maybe three. I feel like he used to do like five a week. But she's only doing one. She's putting one episode out a week. And they're paying her $20 million a year. Man, Sophia has to be kicking herself right now. I mean, I, I, I see where Sophia was coming from in some of her ways. And there's some things I don't really understand uh, with what went on with them. But when they were offered like that six-month deal for half a million dollars, and then I think they could get bonuses on top of that where they'd be making over a million dollars a year, or, I mean, or over a million dollars for that six months or something, I mean, you're kind of stupid not to take that. What happened during that time? You took at least, I don't know, three months off. You just didn't do anything because everyone was picking on you. Then you come back, and yeah, you hit number one when you came back. I mean, that was to be expected. Everyone everyone wanted to hear your side of the story. But then, in those three months, you were supposed to have, like, figure to show out or something, and they, that's just hard to do. So she comes back, and everyone, uh, you know, they listen to the first few episodes. She makes the top charts and those, and then, boop, just like when celebrities go on uh, the podcast platform, she's disappeared from that top 200 on Apple. Not good for her. Yeah, it felt like another hacky sound effect was needed there. Yeah, the the big thing that happened with her, um, Sophia, apparently her boyfriend, uh, Suitman, got involved. Some dude that worked at HBO. It, I, he, she must be really not into looks that much, Sophia, at all. She must really just be into money. I, I really have to believe that because she was astronomically out of Suitman's league. Or if they're still dating, she's still out of his league. I don't think they're dating anymore. Um, it's, I, I feel like I know a bit about this because their drama was hilarious. I was invested in their drama. And now I think, you know, now now that I, you know, I'm into podcasting and radio and stuff like that, I find this whole Spotify thing, paying this much money for podcasts, pretty entertaining. So, you know, I'm kind of investing in that, uh, you know, what's going on right now. But uh, Sophia's dating suit man, some dude at HBO, some ugly motherfucker. She's way out of his league, but I'm sure he had a lot, a lot of money, and that's why she wanted to date him. Well, he gets in their heads. Uh, you know, I'm sure a lot of people know the story. He gets in their heads. They don't want to fulfill their contract. Alex the Blonde ends up taking the contract. Sophia ends up walking. One year later, Sophia's still figuring out her show, and Alex with Call Her Daddy with the larger audience is headed to Spotify for over $20 million a year. Sophia, she's got to be kicking herself. Like The reason why she wanted to leave in the beginning was because she wanted more money. But she really should have taken that six-month deal. What's the big deal in waiting six months? You get all that money for six months and then you walk. The only thing, though, that I don't understand, because uh, Dave Portnoy has said this, and uh, I know when they like renegotiated, Alex changed like her status. 
they weren't independent contractors. They were employees. So I don't really understand how they were under contract for three years. Like if you're an employee, you're an employee. You could get fired. You could quit. Like you're not under uh, contract. As far as I know, I mean, maybe he had them as independent contractors and employees. I, I just don't really understand that. In which case, when he was saying they're not fulfilling their uh, contract when they wanted to leave, it's like, well, is that really true? How can that be true if they're employees? I mean, I remember even uh, when they talked about it afterwards, they said, uh, partner, I said, like, she asked to change from an employee to an independent contractor. So if she was an employee... Weren't they kind of like, if they did want to leave, they, you know, you, they could have quit. I mean, that's like being an employee at like McDonald's or something. You're an employee. You know, if you're an independent contractor and you're under contract for three years, then yeah, you can't break the contract. So I, I am confused a little bit about that part. I feel like there needs to be more explanation on that. Either way though, I mean, Sophia was, should have just taken that. Six-month deal. Especially he was willing to give uh, 50-50 IP, 50% to her and 50% to Sophia from what I remember. Pretty sure that was right. So then even if Alex wanted to stick with Barstool or something and Sophia didn't, she could have just taken 50% of that IP with her. As far as uh, I can understand it, that whole suit man thing was hilarious. So Portnoy, Portnoy was making videos of like beating the shit out of suit man. Like he had one where... Uh, he put Suitman's face on Vince McMahon from WWE and Dave Portnoy put his face on to Stone Cold Steve Austin and comes out and starts beating the shit out of uh, Suitman. I thought that was hilarious. Like, you got a big famous businessman literally just making videos of uh, himself beating the shit out of uh, a much smaller business guy that's dating a very hot and famous podcaster. There was also the other one where he... Uh, put his face on, Portnoy put his own face on uh, Liam Neeson from the movie Taken. And, you know, he had the the line, I, I will find you and I will kill you. I, you know, I thought that was hilarious. I, I think Portnoy is a pretty funny dude. I know there's a lot of people that hate that guy, but I think he seems pretty uh, legit. I thought that was very funny. He really did find himself... Too hot woman that became very successful. I would they have that gluck gluck that blowjob thing. I would love to get that from one of them. I don't even care which one. I you know would I will not be picky. Whichever one that would want to give me one, I take it. It's uh, they like from what I understand. They put like their hands in like two okay signs. You know what a lot of people call like the white power sign these days, but it's like okay. And I. Uh, they put, like, the O's over each other, the hands around the penis, and I guess they, like, jerk you off while they blow you. That is, like, their big claim to fame. I want to know if it's as good as uh, these chicks claim it is. I've never met a guy that got a, a gluck-gluck from them. I, but, you know, actually, Logan Paul, I guess, got one. He said it was good, but who the fuck knows? That, is that even true? They're using that for a publicity stunt. Who knows? You know, there were two uh, podcasts that uh, I've heard of that. They were kind of like the original Call Her Daddies. One I had learned about when I was an intern. It was called uh, Guys We Fucked. 
And another one I heard is called uh, Horrible Decisions. And I, I, gave, I gave them, well, I at least gave Horrible Decisions some of a listen because I wanted to uh, hear Sophia on there. Like I said, I got invested into this drama, so I wanted to see if she talked about uh, the drama on there. I really have to wonder what these chicks, both from uh, Guys We Fucked and Horrible Decisions, what they think about Call Her Daddy getting this huge deal from Spotify. I have to believe... I, I definitely have to believe Horrible Decisions is very pissed about this. I could be wrong, but it seems like you know people are taking sides in this, and it looks like the Horrible Decision chicks, they're fans of Sophia. They're friends with her now. So they'd have to be like, well, what the fuck? We were like, before Call Her Daddy, we should be getting the Spotify money. You know, I, I guess if uh, Sophia got the money, they'd be, like, happy for her. But since it's Call Her Daddy, I'm, I'm guessing they're not happy. And in terms of the guys we fucked, when I learned about that, uh, that one when I was at my internship, I'd never heard of them before. Uh, and, and apparently they were kind of, like, the first, like, uh, big female sexual podcast. You gotta, there's two ways they could look at it. They could be very happy because they're like, oh, we started a genre and, you know, now like one of, uh, one of our babies took off or they could be pissed about it and be like, these chicks, these chicks ripped us off. It's hard to say, I, you know, Howard Stern, he used to say everyone ripped them off and stuff. He used to be, you know, if they were a shock jock. He would just like be pissed and want to destroy them. Yet he didn't realize he made a genre. It's not that they were ripping him off. It's that they were just part of his genre. He should have been like happy. I guess maybe if they gave him more credit, maybe he would have been happy. But he just took everyone as ripping him off. But he he really should have been, you know. And then maybe if they had like naked chicks on, he'd be like, oh, I was the one that had naked chicks on first. It's like, dude, if they were shock jocks, that was like a prerequisite to being a shock jock. So you got to wonder if uh, if these guys we've a uh, fuck podcast if they really were like the first ones uh are they pissed or do they think they got ripped off or are they like yeah no we created a we created a genre we wish we could have that money but at least uh we showed that our style can make that much money in this podcasting industry or to say I'm curious if looks has anything to do with it because even it, Alex is much better looking than the chicks from uh, Guys We Fucked. I looked at them. I mean, you know, I wouldn't say like they're like looking or anything, but Alex is much better looking if Sophia was with them. Sophia is phenomenally gorgeous. Whereas uh, the uh, you know you gotta get, like that definitely has something to do with it. It's funny though because it's an audio platform, but I guess you still have that you know uh, your picture thing there and the picture draws attention. You see some hot chicks there and it draws attention. So you got to wonder if that was like a big thing like that made Call Her Daddy blow up and that made them, uh, Spotify would want to pick them. O- well, I guess the big reason why Spotify would pick them over the other two is it, it clearly was just the bigger show. Why would they take a show that I've never even seen the other two on the charts really? I'm sure maybe in the past they have been. When I say the charts, I always, I'm always talking about the uh, Apple Podcast charts. That's where I always check out. I don't even know if there are other charts. But uh, I, I feel like Lux has to uh, 
you know, have something to do with it. Barstool also was a huge thing. It had something to do with it. Barstool marketed the crap out of them. They were seen as kind of a legitimate, you know, podcast, a legitimate show because they belong to a company and a big company. You know, if they, if they were independent, Sophia and uh, Alex, I don't believe for a second they would have made it as big as they did. But you know what? That's okay. That's kind of like how uh, terrestrial radio was in the beginning. Or I guess could still be. I mean, I never, you never hear about people in FM radio making it big anymore. But that's how it was, you know. You get your name and stuff from them. Like, you were able to get your audience from them. Um, but you actually had to have, you know, some sort of talent to get that audience. I mean, even if uh, Alex and Sophia, if they sucked, they their audience wouldn't be that big. Barstool has a lot of podcasts. You know, it's okay if uh, a company helps you out a little. Being an independent podcaster without any type of audience beforehand, like Rogan had an audience beforehand, Alex and Sophia were nobodies before Barstool. Going in as an independent podcaster without nothing beforehand and you just got to do all the promotion and everything yourself, that is a very hard game to play to actually get a big audience. Oh, man. I really want to know what Sophia has to think about this really bad. I really hope she talks. If she, if I see she talks, if I hear she talks about it in her podcast, I'm going to have to listen to it. I'll have no other choice. I, I like, I'm like invested for some reason in these people's drama. Like, I don't even listen to their shows, but that drama I'm interested in. I'm, I'm very curious if Alex is like pissed because even though Sophia got out of call her daddy within like what two years she's always going to be known really as part of the show and there's always going to be people that dislike the show a little bit because Sophia's not there anymore like, I feel like that has to bother Alex to an extent but who cares she still has a big audience she's making a lot of money who gives a fuck well I hope in the future uh one of them will give me a gluck gluck. That's really, that's really it. If anyone wants to call in, tell me what they think about the call her daddy drama and tell me which chick you think's hotter, uh, Alex or Sophia. Let me know, because I'm going to be closing the show up. So the number is 732 Again, that number is 732-844-0059. Okay, hopefully I said that slow enough for those of you listening right now. If you want to call in, you got the number down. Give me your thoughts. See, I I am curious, which uh, I'm a big Latina dude. So that kind of does draw me uh, more towards... Sophia, but hey, I'm also a blonde guy. Both chicks are hot. Hot chick's a hot chick, right? Alrighty. I think that's uh that's about the end of the show. There's really nothing else. I have to say. So I'll just plug the show. If we get any call-ins in the next minute or two. I will answer, but, uh, so for everyone listening, 
Thank you. The uh, show is the Frankie D Show. It's on YouTube. Right now, it's only on uh, Apple Podcasts and um, Podbean. I will be putting that out more places. Um, Instagram and Twitter is the Frankie at the Frankie D Show. So, like I said, all you really have to do is remember the Frankie D Show, and that's really it. All right. Well, I had fun today talking about that shit. You get some guests on here in the future. Also, you know how uh, for those of you listening, uh, how I make those uh, like trivia or promo or something. So, you know, when I need to take a pee, I could take a pee. In fact, I really got to take a pee now. So I guess it's all right that I'm ending the show. Um, if anyone wants to send me, uh, you know, a promo or something to play while I take a pee, well, all right, in the future. I got to try to get some guests on here. Even though it's fun talking about some topics too. But I'll probably break the show up, do a bit of topics, and do it with some interview. Alrighty. That's it for me, everyone. Thanks again for listening. Again, subscribe to the Frankie D Show. Give me a thumbs up, ding the bell. Five stars on iTunes, whatever. At the Frankie D. Show on Instagram and Twitter. All right, I'm out of here. Peace out, everyone.